I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for um, that God gave us this uh, 5G series, that God gave us this 5G opportunity. Now, some of you guys are here for the first time, and you're like, what in the world's 5G, right? It's kind of a playoff of, like, phone network, you know, like Verizon saying 5G is the next thing, you know, all that. So um, 5G is the next generation of disciple of Jesus Christ. It's a disciple that is these five G's, right? It's uh, glorifying, growing, grateful, gracious, and generous. And we spent five weeks preaching on that, teaching on that. You can go watch online. We'd love to have you uh, hear all of those messages. And then last week was our Commitment Sunday. And so now this is all making a lot more sense to you. I, I told my wife when we were over here, I was like, we didn't tell them what that was all about. If they're visiting for the first time, they're like so lost right now. Do they do this every Sunday? Was that the offering last week? <laughs> Our offering's not that big every Sunday. Trust me. You can get all that on the back of the bulletin. And I just want to celebrate everything that God's doing in and through his people. So, Celebration Sunday. How about we just make that the title, right? Is that everybody cool with that? Celebration Sunday. Okay, so here it is. We're going to go back to 1 Chronicles 29. We had that as the first point of our message last week. Who remembers the point? Bonus points if you do. Anybody remember? God owns it all. That's it. He owns it all. And so if we're going to worship him today, if we're going to celebrate what God's done, then we just go back to that passage where God owns it all. And let me give you um, three things from that passage. We celebrate because. All right? That's so what we're going to get after, get to First Chronicles. I know that's kind of, you know, in, in the Old Testament, you might have a hard time finding it. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first and second, Samuel, first and second, first and second, bam, here we go. That's where we're at. First Chronicles 29, the end of David's life. You can also read about it in First Kings 1, multi-stories there fill it in. But we celebrate because. That's what I'm going to go after today. Why are we celebrating today? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. We, we meet the need, right? We, we met the need that we had. The need was what? $200,000. We had to have that plus some money that we already had saved, okay? So we could write a check for $490,000 so that we could carry $900,000 worth of debt. <laughs> But we could do that. Everything's good with the numbers, right? So that we could have a piece of property that was, I mean, really given to us. I mean, we did buy it for $1.4 million, but given to us at a million-dollar discount. So it's a really, really, really good opportunity. But what was the goal? Can we remember the goal? What was the goal? Sacrificial giving. That was always the goal. The goal was always to go after our hearts never to go after our wallets, right? So that was always the goal. We just wanted to get to the heart and get after it, and I believe we did that. I see the participation of the people. I see the heart of the people that are giving. I think that's reason to celebrate. There's balloons falling. That's awesome. I'm easily distracted. We celebrate because, okay, here's the first point. We celebrate because the work is great. The work is great. 
All right? Let me read it for you from verse 1. And David the king said to all the assembly, Solomon my son, whom alone God has chosen, if you want to know more about that, you got to go to chapter 22. Okay? Chapter 22. Whom God alone, or whom alone God has chosen, is young, young and inexperienced, and the work is great. Underline that in your Bible, the work is great, for the palace, it's an interesting name for temple, for the palace, the house, will not be for man, but for the Lord God. All right, the work is great. Again, I'll, I'll just say this to you, I know you guys like to read the scriptures, so if you want a little bit more background on this passage, you can go read 1 Chronicles 22, he starts, at least read 22. But if you read 23 through 28, that's all about the leadership of the country, Israel. The leadership of, let's uh, bring it to the church here, okay? Because this is where we're at. So let me give you a little recap. David is preparing Solomon to build a temple, a house for God. David is organizing the leaders to serve in the house of God. Remember a couple weeks ago I said, if we don't serve God, if we don't have a heart for God in the building we'll build one day, it doesn't matter what building we build, God won't be there. Our heart is so important, and our servant leadership is so necessary. Then David takes an offering for the work, and that's chapter 29, and that's where we find ourselves today. We celebrate because the work is great. Let me just give you a couple things here. And it kind of deals with verses 14 through 16. So just look down at verses 14 through 16. Just give you a little uh, preempt here. But who am I? And what is my people that we should be able thus to offer willingly? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. It, God owns it all, right? Just reiterated. For we are strangers before you, and sojourners, as all of the fathers were. Our days on the earth are like a shadow, and there is no abiding, no hope, no prospect. Get a little morbid there, didn't it? It's like, what? I'm nothing. Go ahead, tell your neighbor. I'm nothing. I mean, they could say back to you, no, you're really special. Go ahead. Say, you're really special. You, you are really special. There's no, there's no, there's no, you are really special. But compared to God, we're nothing. Who are we that God would even think about us, would even entertain or interact with us? It's kind of crazy. O Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a house for your holy name comes from your hand and is all your own. It's all yours. We celebrate because the work is great. Let me just give you two things here. Who are we to do this work? Who are we to do the work that God's allowed us to do this last week and the work that he's cut out for us in the future even now. Who are we? God alone has chosen us, Harvest Bible Chapel Rochester, to do this work for his name. He took us and he said, you're going to build a house 
for me on this street, okay, God, we're going to do it. And it's a great work. It's a great work. It costs a lot of money. It came at a huge sacrifice. It's a great work. The work is great. Here's two things. Who are we to do this work? Two things here. One, you see it in the verse. We are young and inexperienced. I feel like Solomon. I'm like, not as smart as him, but I feel like Solomon. Like young and inexperienced. As a young pastor, I've been a senior pastor now for seven years. As a young church, we've been a church now for seven years. Like we've never done this before. Like, there's no false, like, we're awesome. Like, we know we're just figuring it out day by day. We know in the elder room that we're just counting on God one more day at a time. We're young and inexperienced. We're a seven-year-old church, and we've never done this before. And then this, secondly, who are we to do this work? Well, the, the last part of the verse says, for the palace will not be for man, but for the Lord God. So, this work is for God and not man. Why should I be the one doing God's work? Why should we be the ones doing God's work? Why should God look over here in Rochester, Minnesota, of all places on the globe, and say, get after it for me? Who are we? This is for God. This is for no man. We will all come and go. We pray that this land and this house for God that we'll build one day will be a city on a hill for many, many, many years to come and a beacon of hope and light. So here's just a couple application points for this. The work is great. That's why we're celebrating. It's an awesome work. We're learning together. Let's keep learning together. We haven't arrived. We're just going to keep learning. We're going to keep opening the Bible every day. We're going to keep opening the Bible every Sunday. We're going to throw another log on the fire. Let's just keep learning together, okay? Let's understand this. Second, God holds the future. God holds our future. No matter what's coming, no matter what will pass, he's got it. He's got it in the palm of his hand. He's always had it in the palm of his hand. He knew what the offering number was before we ever took the offering. He knows what's going to be given by the end of the year, whether it's 161 or more or less. He knows. God holds our future. And then this, I just want to say this to you. The work is great, as in 5G is for forever. 5G isn't just like the seven-week series we just did for a while, and now it's done. 5G is for forever. We got to carry this on. We can't leave this series and just go, eh, that was fun. We need to be glorifying. We need to be growing. We need to be grateful. We need to be gracious. We need to be generous. People of God, this is what a next generation disciple of Jesus Christ looks like, and it is great. We celebrate because the work is great. The second thing, we celebrate because the people are willing to give. I mean, come on now, give a hand for yourself. I know you're writing down the point, but you were willing to give, right? That was weak because you were writing down the point. Well done, students of the word. I love you. The people are willing to give. 
Let me read it for you. Verse 2. So I, David, have provided for the house of my God so far as I was able. Underline that, I was able. The gold for the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, the bronze for the things of bronze. I know I'm losing you now because we deal in green stuff called money or plastic stuff called a card. I get it. Iron for the things of iron, wood for the things of wood. Just look around your house sometime, you'll see it all. Besides great quantities of onyx and stones for setting and antimony and colored stones and all sorts of precious stones and marble. Moreover, in addition to all that, huge offering, I, yeah, exactly. I have provided, underline I have provided, for the holy house as I have treasure of my own of gold and silver. So it's not just the whole of us did it, but now you got to make it personal. Each one of us went home and said, I could give up that. Each one of us said, I have this in the bank, I could contribute. Each one of us did it. And David said, hey, we all took it up an offering, but here's, here's what I did. I put all the chips in. I gave my whole thing. Now, David had a ton of kids. I don't know how they felt about this, but he was like, here's my inheritance. I'm all in on this house of God thing. I have a treasure of my own, of gold and silver. And because of my devotion to the house of my God, I give it to the house of my God. And then it says, 3,000 talents. A talent is 75 pounds. 3,000 talents of gold. The gold of Ophir. The gold of Ophir is a, a particular kind of gold, the most finest gold. Okay, And 7,000 talents of refined silver for overlaying the walls of the house. So this is like, it's going to be a big, big house, right? And we're just going to plate the walls with silver and gold. That's pretty cool. I want to see that. One day, maybe in heaven. And for the work to be done by craftsmen, gold for the things of gold and silver for the things of silver. Okay, David gave, did it personally. Who then will offer willingly, consecrating himself today to the Lord? So he asked the question, hey people, who wants in on this? I'm all in. Who wants in on this? I know the answer because we gave last week. Then the leaders of the fathers' houses made their free will offerings, under, underline free will offerings, as did also the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of a thousands and of hundreds, and the officers, again, if you go read chapters 23 through 28, he sets all these things up in order so that Solomon will have all the help he needs. Officers over the king's work, they gave for the service of the house of, the, of God 5,000 talents and 10,000 derelicts, that's a little coin of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. And whoever had precious stones, of the leaders now, gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord. In the care of Jehilel, the 
Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced because they had given willingly for with the whole heart they had offered freely to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly. I want to make this really personal because I know it was personal to you last week because I know it was personal to me. So David said, we all gave. I gave personally. And then the leaders gave, and he spells it all out. You could just write in your Bible, billions, all right? I mean, this is estimated at billions of dollars given. You're like, oh, we're so weak. No, no, we're really not. <laughs> a lot more people, a lot more wealth in that country. It was a country, right? This is a church, and we gave what we had. That's actually the first thing. I have provided, I have provided as I was able, verse 2, as I was able. This is what I was able to do. I gave it. I provided as I was able. I have provided, verse 3, because of my devotion to God, right? Because of my devotion to the house of my God, I give it to the house of my God. That's why we gave it. I have provided because of my devotion to God. I didn't do it for anybody else. I didn't do it for my wife. I didn't do it for my small group leader. I didn't do it for any of the elders. I surely didn't do it for Pastor Steve, right? I didn't do it for you. We did it for the Lord. We pray that he'll get glory and that many people will come to know Christ because of it. And then this, I have provided a free will offering, Okay. As I was able, because of my devotion to God, a free will offering. I provided a free will offering. We, we gave it willingly. Nobody twisted. Remember last week? They're like, don't give if you feel like your arm's being twisted. Do not do it. We gave willingly. A free will offering. Just to reiterate the numbers, now that you guys that are visiting were like, oh, now I get what we're doing. Our need was 200000 We raised... 205. That's amazing. I don't know how your expectations were. Maybe call me a little faith guy, but I was like, I'd just be happy to get that by the end of the year. Last year, I think we gave like 100,000 at the end of the year when we wanted to try to up the building fund. Well done. So 200,000, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, can we even get there? But you did. And I'm really, really grateful that you did. Uh, here's some stats for you. Uh, 188 different giving units, different families, households participated in the offering. That's amazing. And here's my favorite stat. First time givers to our church, 21. 21 people said, yep, I'm in. Let's go. I'm giving to this, and I'm giving to this church. And I think that, that blesses my heart more than probably anything. I'm really grateful that other people are coming on board. And then faith pledge, $161,749.48. And participants of that, 133. Good buy-in. I have provided. You have provided. This is what we've done. The people are willing to give. And therefore, the people are filled with joy. Let's throw that on the screen. The people are filled with joy. 
You see it here in verse 9. Then the people rejoiced because they had given willingly for with a whole heart, I'll get to that in a second, they had offered freely. They were willing to give and they were filled with joy. David the king also rejoiced greatly. This is so where we ended last week. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. God loves a cheerful giver. I thought I would illustrate it for you this way. It's a cycle, okay? Giving is the cycle. And uh, try not to get this on me, hey? You guys good with that? All right. So the cycle goes like this, right? We have joy, all right? And then the cycle goes like this. We give. Which comes first? Is it the giving or the joy? Is it the joy or is it the giving? It's a cycle. I don't think you get one without the other. I think it's a package deal. If you're willing to give, you'll be filled with joy. If you're filled with joy, you'll be willing to give. It kind of goes hand in hand. The people. That's why we celebrate. The people. Okay? They're filled with joy and they're willing to give to the Lord. God loves a cheerful giver. And now we're ready to bring in the faith pledge, right? So now from now until the end, I know what I wrote down on the faith pledge. I know that God has to do something cool. More money came in this week for it. Somebody handed me a check for $1,000. I was like, all right, that's going in. Because it was money we didn't expect. And that's just, I mean, that doesn't happen every day, by the way. Like, that's not normal stuff. When God says, test me, and you, like, put a number down, he's kind of like, all right, going to funnel some money over here. Going to get it over here. And I'm so grateful to God for people that will put themselves out there, and now we're going to bring in this faith pledge, right? The faith pledge is this, right? Um, if God brings it into your house, then you bring it into his house. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. That's what we've explained it as. And I'm so excited for that. And we're going to see more and more joy. Who knows, right? Will it be 400,000? Will it be five? I don't know. Will it be 300,000? I don't know. Either way, we're going to be grateful, right? And either way, we've grown in our sacrificial giving. Hey, this last point. We celebrate because the work is great. It's a great thing we do. The people are willing to give and filled with joy. Applaud you. Well done. And then this last thing, the Lord is praised. The Lord is praised. Let me read it for you from verse 10 and following. The Lord is praised. Therefore David blessed the Lord in the presence of all the assembly. And David said, so later we're going to have a chance to practice this. So right here starting at blessed is where you could go read if you, if you have nothing else to say to the Lord, right here. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of Israel, our Father, 
forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and in your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. And now we thank you, our God, and praise your glorious name. You see it there? The Lord is praised. The name of God is praised. I already read verses 14, so I'm going to skip through that. Look at verse 17. I know, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. Remember, we're only righteous in Jesus Christ. That's coming. In the uprightness of my heart, only because of Jesus, I have freely offered all these things. And now I have seen your people. I've seen your people who are present here offering freely and joyously to you. O Lord, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, that's Israel, our fathers, keep forever, right? This isn't ending here. Keep forever such purposes and thoughts. Keep forever the money? No, 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 no. Keep forever the heart change, the purposes and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct their hearts towards you. Now he makes it personal to Solomon. Grant to Solomon, my son, a whole heart that he may keep your commandments, your testimonies, and your statutes, performing all that he may build the palace, the temple, for which I have made provision. Then this last sentence, verse 20. Then David said to all the assembly, Bless the Lord your God. And all the assembly blessed the Lord. Again, we're going to practice that in a minute. But let me just give you a couple tidbits here. Bless the Lord. Yours, O Lord. Now we thank you. Praise your glorious name. The Lord gets the praise, right? God gets the praise. When we clap, we clap for him. When we lift our hands, we lift our hands for him. When we speak, we speak for him. When we breathe, we breathe for him. It's all his. Bless his name. I was at lunch with a pastor on Thursday. And uh, we, we met, and I said, hey, you know, thanks, good to be with you. And he's like, hey, I heard about the land. All right. Like, how'd you hear? I didn't think we said much. I heard about the land. I was like, that's the moment right there, right? That's the moment. What are you going to respond People are going to say something to you this week or as we go on as a church. And how we respond to that moment is important. I guess I said, yeah, yeah, we raised the money. We did this thing called an opportunity and we got the people to give the money and we... No, that's great wickedness. So even if you would think that, and I'm sure I have, God cuts that thought off in your head, right? And he says, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Who's this for? The Lord is praised. And so I said to him, 
you know what? God's using the people in our church to bring about something I couldn't even think of, right? They've given so generously this week for his name, for his glory. Any response that points them, that reflects them back to God would be a great response. Wow, God, go God, look what God did. That's what we need to do, church. Let's not forget that when we talk to people about it. Let's reflect the glory back to God. Don't forget that it's not about the money, it's about the spiritual journey. And don't forget that that spiritual journey is continuous, as in forever. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And I know you're not going to feel on cloud nine every day like you might feel today because of what happened, but there's going to be days when you're down and you have to rest on something. What are you going to rest on? Your feelings? Please no. Don't do that. That's not going to go well. Why don't you rest on what's in your heart, which is by faith Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so this message hasn't been much about Christ. Have you noticed? But even in the Old Testament, Jesus Christ is there. If you flip back to chapter 22, David is told he's not going to build a temple and that his son Solomon's going to build a temple. And in that verse, it says, he will sit on the throne forever. Is Solomon still reigning? No, he is not. Tell your neighbor, no, he is not. That is a Messiah reference to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And how much more do we know now with the New Testament, how much more do we know now than David? David just had a promise. There will always be a king from your line. He had a promise. We have the fulfillment. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. So if you came in and you were like, hey, what's this all about? Money this, money that, celebration Sunday. Here's what I want to celebrate today. Forget the money. If you met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, that would be worth celebrating. Right? So you see it here at the end. He makes it all about the heart. It's all about the heart. So let me ask you. Do you have a reason to celebrate today? Do you? Is it well up in you that Jesus Christ is your Savior? That He saved you from your sin. We're all sinners. If you walked in here, this is a church full of sinners. All right? You're welcome. Here we go. But sin was paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you've accepted that payment by faith, then you live in eternal life right now. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your payment, if you're confused by that, when we're all praying in just a second, why don't you just ask God? Why don't you just say to God in a way of praise to him, while everybody else is lifting their voice, they won't even, nobody will hear you, hear you, right? Except for God will. Just say, God, would you, would you come into my heart? Would you come into my life? Would you forgive me of my sins? It looks like you've done that to a lot of other people here. But do it in my heart.
do it in my life. Because I want a reason to celebrate today, right? Not just all these people, but I want in too. I think that's priceless. And if you did that, then come tell somebody, right? Tell somebody, man, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. He covered my sin. Today I realized it for the first time. And that will be the best reason for us to celebrate. We celebrate because the work is great. We celebrate because the people are willing to give. We celebrate because the Lord is praised. Now you take salvation over every one of those things. What a great salvation we have. Are you willing to give your life to Jesus Christ? Because if you are, the name of the Lord is praised. I'm just going to say it in just one sentence, the whole message. Great willingness to give brings joyful praise to the Lord. Great willingness to give brings joyful praise to the Lord. So let's celebrate all that God has done for us, including sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die so that we might have life and embrace this opportunity even to give to the 5G. We're going to pray. The way we're going to close our service, we're going to pray all together in celebration for all that God has done. Now, last time we prayed, it was kind of about the money. Hey, God, we're so grateful for all you did with the money. No, 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 no. We're going to take it to another level. I want you to think about what Jesus Christ did for you in saving you. And I want to take another minute of this service and I want to give praise to God. So let's stand up. Again, if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, use this time to cry out to God. Ask him to save you. But if you are a believer in Christ, we're just going to pour it out and praise to God as loud as we can, all right? And then this. If you're like, I don't have any idea what to say, Great, it's right here, where I said earlier, start at blessed are you, O Lord, verse 10, middle of verse 10, and go through verse 13. And you'll have all you need to say to the Lord right there. All right? Hey, let's pray together.